Smoke also comes with a range of creative utility tools that can be applied to clips in the media library without first having to create a sequence. For example, you want to paint a design or create animated brushstrokes, or you need to adjust various properties of a clip such as timecode, pulldown and resolution to name a few. To access these tools, I'll switch to the Tools tab located at the bottom of the interface. At this point, the viewing area automatically switches to the thumbnail view that can be considered as the working desktop. You can now interact with your clips in the exposed folder. To choose which folder to expose, click on the empty box next to the folder name and the eye icon will symbolize what you see in the thumbnail view. At any time, you can switch back to the Timeline View or Media Hub. The tools are arranged in a series of clickable tabs that divide the functions between creative and utility functions. To use any of these, you simply locate the tool you need and select it. Now before the tool's parameters are exposed, you need to select the media, if any, that the tool will be expecting to use for the specific task. This is called a loading operation. Some tools will expect a front or foreground image, a back or background image possibly to composite with, and finally a matte or alpha image to either key or isolate a region of the front image. The expected inputs column is where you set this up, as well as the behavior of the tool before entering it. So in the first pull-down menu, you choose how many inputs and what kind of inputs are to be loaded. For this video, I'll choose to load three source clips. We have a foreground, a background and a matte clip. I'd like to bring your attention to the cursor. Let's discuss the color of the cursor for a moment. The colors indicate the type of input the tool is expecting. Red represents the front or foreground input. This refers to the media that you are working on, perhaps doing some wire removal. You would now select the foreground clip by clicking anywhere at the top of the targeted clip. The cursor changes to green, which represents the background input. This could be media that you are using as a reference for a task. Once again, click anywhere on the top of the background clip to select it. The cursor now turns blue, which represents the alpha or transparency input to be loaded. Finally, click anywhere at the top of the alpha clip to load it into the tool. We now have a white cursor. I just want to sidetrack slightly and point out that the same color scheme is used in the ConnectFX node-based compositing workflow. The red input of the node is the front or foreground. The green input of the node is the background. And finally, the blue input of the node is the alpha channel. This should help you keep consistency when understanding what inputs go where and what they will do in any specific tool. Finally, the white cursor is known as the result cursor. You can now click anywhere in the thumbnail view and the tool will launch. It is important to note that the point where you clicked in the thumbnail view is the place where the newly created source clip will be placed. Now these tools are very versatile. You can jump in and out of the tools as you work.
For example, you have been working in this tool during a current smoke session. You jump out to do something in the sequence, and now you wish to get back into the tool with the same clips. When you select the same tool in the Tools tab, the default behavior is to manually reload the source clips again. However, if you enable Use Current Setup, the cursor changes into the white cursor. Clicking anywhere in the thumbnail view launches you back into the tool, and the source clips have been automatically loaded back into this particular tool. I have two final points to mention about the tools in the Tools tab. Firstly, if you have been using a particular tool during your current smoke session, when you exit the tool, it remembers the last settings. This is handy if you want to apply the same operation to different clips. For example, you might have a few clips that you want to average out, or perhaps apply pull-down to the clips. But remember, if this is not the case, get into the habit of resetting the tool after you have entered it by going into the Setup menu and clicking Reset All. Finally, not every tool requires you to go into an editor to apply adjustments. Take Repeat for example. You would use this to create freeze frames or repeating the clip a number of times. You click on a tool and simply set your settings. Select your source clip and render it to the desktop.